I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. A ceasefire agreement was finally reached, but only after another bloody day of violence between Israel and militants in Gaza. Both sides launched attacks today, even as the truce agreement was being announced in Cairo. That's where Egyptian Foreign Minister Mohammed Kamal Amr held a joint news conference with U.S. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton to unveil the deal. David Kirkpatrick is Cairo bureau chief for The New York Times. Uh, David, why did the deal yesterday fall apart, and how did the agreement happen today? Well, we don't really know, but the short answer is the application of American diplomatic muscle. We saw Secretary of State Hillary Clinton in Jerusalem, Ramallah, and Cairo. We saw Secretary of State Clinton huddle with the Egyptian foreign minister, the Egyptian president, and Secretary General of the United Nations Ban Ki-moon in the presidential palace here for hours of last-minute negotiations to try to hammer this out and even to delay her departure. So there was a certain amount of suspense to it. Um, at the same time, the Egyptians, uh, it must be said, demonstrated a great commitment to this deal. Uh, it's clear that they put some pressure on uh, their friends in Hamas, that is, the, the ideological allies of the new Islamist government here in Egypt. Uh, and at the same time, uh, President Obama, in his own statement, released at the same time as the press conference here, made it clear that he applied some pressure to um, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to make sure that he went along with the deal. Right. Well, uh, reportedly, Prime Minister Netanyahu is very concerned about rockets and uh, more generally weapons getting smuggled into Gaza uh, and in turn uh, being used on Israel. So any ceasefire uh, is contingent on both sides playing nice, but how much does this ceasefire hinge on Hamas policing themselves and keeping those weapons on lock? It does hinge on that. However, Egypt has also stepped in to say that it will be a guarantor, you know, that if if Israel feels Hamas has failed to live up to uh, its end of the deal, step number one is Israel calls Egypt and Egypt tries to arrange compliance. Now, yesterday when you spoke with us, David, you mentioned how the conflict has uh, strengthened Egypt's hand. Um, Today, Secretary Clinton acknowledged Egypt's new role uh, in the Mideast dispute. Uh, But it's worth noting that Clinton and other U.S. officials can't talk directly with Hamas because they're uh, nominally a terrorist group. So I'm just wondering, does this make the U.S. even more dependent on Egypt to advance the peace process? Well, one of the things that in retrospect was quite telling here is that as this as this conflict went on, as Egypt reached out again and again to Hamas, which the U.S. considers a terrorist group, uh, and began working closely with Hamas, clearly siding with Hamas, uh, collaborating with Hamas, the U.S. was silent. The U.S. did not say, you know, how dare you hold hands with these terrorists? And the reason for that, I believe, I believe in part because some American officials have told me, is a bet on Egyptian pragmatism, on the pragmatism of the new Islamist leaders here in Cairo, that over time they may be able to help influence Hamas towards a more pragmatic direction, perhaps even ultimately towards a reconciliation with the Western-backed Fatah faction that governs the West Bank. David Kirkpatrick, Cairo Bureau Chief with The New York Times. Thank you very much.